Good morning and welcome to the prayer line. This is Bishop Smith. I want to say good morning to everyone that is on the line. This is the day that the Lord has made. In it we shall rejoice and we shall be glad. We want to say good morning to God our Father. Good morning to the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. Good morning to the Holy Spirit, our safe guide. He leads us and he guides us into all truth. And we thank the Lord for that because one of the things we need and the world today we need in our nation is we need uh, truth. We need defenders of the truth and we need lovers of the truth. I'll say that one more time. We need to be defenders of the truth and we need to love the truth. You know, on uh, yesterday some devastating things happened in our nation and I believe uh, they they must be addressed. We we have to pray for them. And so when uh, our prayer person comes on today, the they will pray concerning things that I'm mentioning. I may pray myself, and our guests may pray. This is the prayer line. People need prayer this morning. I couldn't imagine waking up this morning and not being able to embrace my grandson because. Someone assassinated him yesterday. That's exactly what happened to those children in um, Uvalde's, Texas. Uh, the young man assassinated children, and that's just—it's just—it's going too far. You know, we want to blame everything on mental illness, and I'm not saying he's not mentally ill, but let's be honest and let's speak truth. The man, the young man, is demonically and demon possessed. That's just exactly what it is. The same with in Buffalo, New York, where the young man walks in and he kills only black people. Only black people. This young man, they didn't kill. The young man yesterday, Hispanic, they killed him. I have a challenge with that kind of stuff, and I believe that you all. Know my stand. I do not use God's pulpit to vent. I do not use God's pulpit to talk about politics. Because as far as the kingdom is concerned, God doesn't care whether you're Republican or whether you're Democrat, whether you're vax or you're not vax, whether you're for Roe versus Wade or you're not for it. Let me tell you something. All this stuff that people are getting caught up over, it doesn't matter when it comes to the kingdom. We have to be very careful at the body of Christ with that and understand God's platforms are for the gospel. It's for, for the wisdom of God to be ministered and, and so that people's lives can be touched, healed, delivered, set free. Compassion can, can, can now flow in the streets, justice, you know, for injustice and all these types of things. And so these last three shootings, it, it, it's, it's, it's tough. Uh, in Los Angeles, in the Asian community, the man goes into the church and shoots the people in the church. And so we're dealing with all these things around gun violence. People want to all, you know, take people guns. Guns are not killing people. Let's let's make sure we understand that guns are not killing people. It's guns in the wrong hands of people, and the and also in the hands of people who should not have guns. That is the challenge that we're dealing with, and we need to um, pray for these things this morning. We can't just let this stuff uh, 
go by, you know, on on this one, just like Sandy Hook, on this one, uh, they need to do something. They need to change some some of the gun laws, and you know, I'm I'm trying not to be upset this morning, but it's 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 a lot, you all, and I know many of you feel the same way I feel this morning. So I want to say good morning to those that are on the line with us this morning. Good morning to our church, New Destiny Church. God bless you. Pastor Adrian and I, we love you so much. Good morning, Shirley Burks. How are you and Donnie this morning? We are wonderful. All is well, and I am doing excellent, Bishop. Thank you. I love it. You sound excellent and on fire. I love it. We have with us Pastor Horatius Harris all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. I want to say good morning to you and your wife, Keisha Harris. How are you all doing this morning, Pastor Harris? Well, I don't know if Pastor is on with us this morning or he's on mute, and he cannot be heard this morning. Let's find out what's going on, and we are not going to panic. How about that? Okay, we're going to get going, and we'll wait for him to see what's going on here. Praise the Lord. Well, Father, we thank you today. We bless you. We magnify you. The fruit of our lips giving thanks and praise because you alone are the redeemer of our life. We thank you for waking us this morning, this great and awesome day in which you have made. In it we shall rejoice and we shall be glad. We thank you that you have delivered us from the powers of darkness and you have translated us into the kingdom of your dear Son. Whereby we cry, Abba, Father, for it is written in your word, you will never leave us, nor will you ever forsake us. And so, Father, we bless you for it. We bless you, Lord God, this morning. And, Father, I just want to pray, Lord God, for the families. I want to pray for the families, the young man first killed his grandmother, then he turned around and he killed over 20 people. And Father, I want to pray for every parent this morning that is dealing with grief, every parent this morning that is mourning over their loved one because what had taken place. And Father, I believe that you have a way of helping people cope with what doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, Father, none whatsoever. But, Father, you promised in your word that you would comfort all that mourn. And so I ask you this morning, Father, to comfort these families. I ask you this morning, Lord God, to be a blessing, to be a blessing, Lord God, to them, and Lord God, bring them to a place of peace. Uh, It's hard this morning. And Lord God, we just thank you that you, Lord God, will just begin to help society, those who, Lord God, are the lawmakers, understand what need to take place as far as 
gun control is concerned, where we are today in our nation, where we are in the world, it's going to become more and more, Lord God, in our face, that people are not okay. And so, Father, famine is breaking out in the land. Monkeypox now, that's the new if you want to what if you want to call it an outbreak but father it's plagues we're going to call it what it is plagues in the land and so it was said yesterday in our meeting that war is on the horizon famine is in the land and judgment is at the threshold and it is so true but father as the righteous Lord God, we stand and we pray, Lord God, that your hand will prevail in all things. You said lawlessness will abound. You said sin would increase. But you said where sin abound, you said grace does much more abound. So we thank you, Father, for your ever-abounding grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's see if Pastor Harris is on right now. Pastor Harris, how are you and your wife, Keisha, this morning? Good morning, Bishop. We are doing just wonderful, uh, you know, in spite of what, you know, we are praying for this morning and what we're dealing with in this country. Um, it is it is our hearts uh, are truly you know, just hurt now for knowing that this is something that's on the rise and not on the decline. And so we have to stand in the gap uh, and cover our nation uh, during this time. So thank you. Amen. Well, we're going to go ahead and turn it over to you and um, Pastor Harris. Amen. Well, good morning, everyone, and thank you for uh, just hearing the heart of Bishop on where we are and where things are in the world. But we are the children of faith. And therefore, we know how to pray and we know how to get into God's word. So let's do that this morning. Bishop has been talking um, in the last few uh, services. He's been talking relative uh, to this whole idea of cycles and seasons. And so I I really want to kind of get into that this morning. And and the Lord led me to this scripture, John 12 and 24, it says this, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. It produces much grain. And we understand that cycles happen um, as Sometimes you can get in what they call a rut, and a rut means that you've circled something long enough to you've made a groove in that place to almost feels uh, difficult to get out of that place because you've created such a vein in that place, and you and many times people get comfortable in that place, even though it's painful. You can get comfortable in pain because the pain becomes familiar. (laughs) And sometimes familiarity will be more comfortable 
than stepping into something new, even though it's better. And so today, this morning, it is our prayer as we delve into this word. Sometimes the seed can sit in a certain place, but yet it hasn't gone to the ground. It hasn't gone into the place where it needs to so that it can break open and produce much fruit. And so we cannot run from the process that God has for us. See, process is such an important thing because it leads us to an expected end. Let me say that again. Process is important, but it leads us to an expected end. If God desires for us to not be in a cycle, but all for us to understand a season, because seasons bring us into a process. That's how we have leaves falling. Then we have uh, coldness, which we call winter. Then we have a bursting forth, flowers coming forth, which is time that we're in now, summer, spring, and then we come into a place of just harvest. So it's a, it's, it's a season, a changing season. But cycles sometimes can cause us to be in the same place going around and around and around and around, and we not get into the fullness of what God has for us. So something has to change. Something has to shift us from a place of going around to a place where we get into where we start producing and bringing forth and bursting forth. And I'm declaring that this morning that God will allow someone on the line this morning to get out of the cycle. And you know exactly what the Lord wants you to do. The challenge is you know that it's tough to do it, and you're you're kind of hesitant to do it because you don't want to get into this place of what we call in this scripture falling to the ground, <laughs> falling to the ground. Now, falling to the ground is not the death of the seed, so to speak, but it is the going to the place of purpose for the seed. Let me say that again. Death happens because it says unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies. See, it can fall to the ground, but ultimately it has to get to the place that God becomes the complete surrendering of our lives to him so that he can live in us. That's what he wants, complete surrendering unto God. That's a death. That's a dying because as long as we have our desires and our will and our way, then we're not dead yet. We're not dead the, the, the way that Bishop got to the place that he's at now, he had to surrender to God. He said, God is your will. That's how he came to be a pastor. Otherwise, he'd still be building houses somewhere. But he said, not my, not my will, but thy will be done. And that's how we get to a place where we totally go to the ground, surrender unto God, and we die. And he says, ah. Now I can bring forth much fruit out of you. Now, watch this now. And, I, and I'm closing because we got started a little late. 
What breaks a cycle is the sowing of a seed. What breaks a cycle is the sowing of a seed. When you sow a seed, you break a cycle. When you sow a seed, you break a cycle. I'm not trying to take up an offering on a, on a devotion call this morning, so don't get scared. Just know that when you sow a seed, it breaks a cycle. Okay, pastor, how does that how does that work? How do you know that? Can you prove that? Well, let's look at a woman's cycle, right? When she is on a cycle, uh, it is something that is recurring over and over and over again. But the moment that there's a seed sown into her, the cycle stops. The cycle is broken because a seed is sown, and therefore the cycles stop, and now there's a fruit, something that has been embedded. There's a fruit that shall come forth called a baby, and that baby produces joy, produces uh, love. It produces so many great emotions in the lives of the family because a seed was sown. Now watch this now. A seed sown out of season or out of time will not produce that. It has to be sown at the right time. Therefore, it will produce the right results. So we have to know when the seed needs to be sown so that the cycle will be broken so that you'll have the right results. So my prayer this morning is that we get an understanding and we we got to pray that the Lord gives us wisdom on when to sow the seed, right, and give us wisdom to what seed to sow. We need to know what seed to sow, and we need to know when to sow it because cycles have to be broken. You cannot stay in the place where you're going in a cycle and you're not producing. God wants cycles to be broken in our lives, and so this is our prayer and this is our devotion this morning, that unless we get to a place where we totally surrender unto God and we totally yield unto him, then we will stay in a place of cycles. But when we surrender, we totally give ourselves over to him, present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service, he now can use us and he can produce something in us. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the revelation of understanding that a seed has to be sown to break a cycle. Father, we thank you for everyone that is under the sound of my voice that is on the line this morning. Father, I know all of us need to sow and a seed to break cycles in our life, because we all got cycles in some area of our life that need to be broken, because you want us to walk in the season that we need to be in. And so, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, give us wisdom of what seed to sow and when to sow it. Give us understanding of the times. Give us understanding and wisdom of how we ought to do it. Because we know that the enemy always wants to use your methods on how to do things, but he wants to cause us to be fooled and to be tricked into doing it the wrong way. But we shall be men and women of Issachar. We understand the times, 
and we know what we ought to do. So I declare that you give us that revelation, knowledge, and wisdom as to how we're going to break cycles and walk in our season. I thank you right now in the name of Jesus that we're able to do this according to your plan and your will. You have so much more for us to be doing and to produce. Father, we know that this, unless the seed is sown, it will not produce. And we understand that what's in that seed is another orchard. What's in that seed is so much more fruit. And so we know that once we are obedient to your will and we sow at the right time, we sow the, the right seed, that so much is going to come forth out of our lives that you will be greatly pleased and the enemy will be defeated and he will be put to shame. And so, Father, we thank you right now that you cause all of us that are on the line this morning to hear, to obey, and to get the revelation of what's necessary for us to break cycles and to walk in our season. We thank you, Lord, and we receive it with uplifted hands, and we surrender unto you with uplifted hands and say, Father, we surrender all to you in the name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor. Wow. You said some incredible things. Uh, we'll come back and unpack it a little bit more, but now we're going to bring Sister Shirley with a prayer request and pray for us this morning. Sister Shirley. Thank you, Bishop. Father, I give you praise for the word this morning, and I set my heart in agreement with the prayer Bishop has prayed over the families that have lost their lives in Texas, Lord God, but what you put on my heart is for our pastors this morning, so I'm going to lift that up today, oh God. Abba Father, we thank you for the power of the cross of Jesus that grants us access into your presence and the right to encounter heaven's glory. We thank you for this season of restoration that breaks the spin cycles the enemy tries to put your people through as this world becomes more and more out of control by the wickedness surrounding us daily. Father, we exalt your name above every situation and circumstance we face today. And praise your name, for you have done wonderful things in the lives of your people. Your counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. For you have been strength to the weak, a waymaker for the needy, and distress. Peace for the trouble-minded, a refuge from the storms of life, Father. Hope for the hopeless, faith for the faithless, and a healing balm for the sick in body, mind, and spirit. And for this we give you praise, for you deserve it all, O God. Father, this morning, turn our hearts to you and ask for forgiveness of our sins as we do turn to you, O oh God. All the thoughts, doubts, fears, unbelief, and unforgiveness that goes against your word, your will, and your way. Father, examine our hearts and reveal anything that would distance us from you. Transform us from the inside out as we yield every part of us to you. Father, we thank you for, giving, for forgiving us and cleansing us from all unrighteousness as we turn to you with all our heart, mind, soul, and body to move forward in the kingdom of God. Father, we thank you for Psalms 91, that is a blanket of hope, woven with faith for every apostle, prophet, bishop, pastor, evangelist, teacher, and believer you have called unto yourself. May their calling and ministry be a blessing unto your name as they partner with Jesus and reaching the lost with the truth of your word. This morning, we bring before your throne and offer our prayers for our bishop and pastors of the House of New Destiny, Bishop Christopher Carl Smith, Pastor Adrian Smith, Pastor Inga, and Elder Sophia, 
and we thank you for the anointing on their lives. We cover them with the word of God that they may continue to walk in the will and grace of their calling and for their attentiveness to the voice of the Holy Spirit to lead and guide them in every test and challenge they will face daily. Father, may every season they enter and come out of be a blessing to the body of Christ as you keep them on the path of righteousness to accomplish your will. Father, we pray their prayer life will not be hindered by the busyness of everyday living and their past, Lord God, will not cause them to wander from your presence. Father, protect them when they travel, whether in the air, on land, or sea. Give them discernment and wisdom when they are called to counsel with your people, revelation and understanding when they prepare to declare and speak your word. Father, strengthen them in their bodies when they grow tired and weak from the busyness of the day. Let their attitudes be grounded in your love, O oh God, when they deal with difficult and demanding situations. Fill their mouths with your word when the enemy tries to get a foothold in their lives with overwhelming challenges, menial tasks, and sorrows of the heart in the name of Jesus. Father, renew their spirit and refresh their bodies as they pour out week after week. And may they not grow weary in well-doing, for in due season they shall reap, if they faint not, as declared in Galatians 6 and 9. In Jesus' name, may our bishop and pastors continue to dwell in the secret place of the Most High and find their comfort abiding in the presence of the Lord. Father, we thank you for being our bishop and pastor's refuge and fortress, and may they always trust in you and your word. Father, as they go about their day, deliver them from the traps, tricks, and dangers of evilness and all the manners of diseases that have come upon the earth. Father, we thank you for being their banner and for covering them under your arms of protection. We thank you for being their shield, buckle, and exceeding great reward as they labor in your love. May our bishop and pastors guard every open gate of their entire being and walk in the confidence of your word and their calling. We pray they will not be fearful or dwell on negative thoughts the enemy tries to use to distract them from their purpose and mandate for new destiny. Father, we give you praise for 24-7 protection over their lives and their families. We thank you for the angels that aid them in the, in the assignments you call them to do, morning, noon, and night, and for keeping them in all your ways. Father, we decree and declare the power of the Holy Spirit in their lives will cause them to triumph over every demonic attack with power to stand against the fiery darts of the enemy and trample him underfoot with the word of God. Thank you for delivering and honoring them with long life and satisfying them with the joy of your salvation and the abundant life you have destined for them in Jesus' name. Father God, we are grateful for the anointing on Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Pastor Inga, and Elder Sophia and the gifts you have given them to lead their congregations at New Destiny. We decree and declare number 6, 24 through 26 over their lives and ask you to bless and keep them. Make your face to shine brightly upon them and be gracious to them as you lift your countenance upon them and give them peace. Father, we decree and declare Joshua 1 and 9 over their lives when they feel anxious about situations. Let them be strong and courageous in the power of your might and not become dismayed, for you are with them wherever they go and in all the tasks they must do. Father, drown out the many voices that are buying for the ears of our bishop and pastors, and let them clearly hear your voice and see your direction to accomplish their assignments as they lean on you and not their own understanding. May they acknowledge you in everything, so the path they take in doing your will be straight before them, as declared in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Father, we thank you for using our bishop and pastors as broken bread and poured out wine for your people every day, week, and year. And in due season, high yea, Lord God, they will reap the reward of the fruit of their labors. Father, we thank you for our bishop and pastors' wives, their children, grandchildren, mentors, and friends that are in an earthly help 
when they meet human encounters. Father, bless their homes, their work, and all they put their hands to do for the kingdom of God. Father, thank you for being the peace in their homes and on their jobs as they move in these salt and light for those walking in darkness. And may they never lay aside the armor of God that covers and protects them. Father, thank you for answering our prayers this morning for our bishops, our pastors. Pray over their congregation, Lord God. When they pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, let your will be done in each of the lives of their congregants, that they may grow in mature, to be mature disciples in the body of Christ at New Destiny. Father, we thank you for the season of a hundred and even a thousand of new believers that will be joining New Destiny in the fullness of your time and will. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Father God, thank you for hearing and answering our prayers for our bishops and our pastors, for the gifts they are to the body of Christ. And we ask for a double portion, hallelujah, Lord God, of your anointing in their lives as New Destiny walks in holiness. In Jesus' name, we pray this morning. Amen, amen, and amen. 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 Thank you so much, Shirley. I received those prayers. Pastor Adrian and I received those prayers for ourselves, and I know Pastor Harris does too because you said even our friends, so that includes him in those prayers and his wife because pastors need prayers, especially today, you all, because pastors have a very interesting job. And if pastors are wise, they have to understand. Let me read to you Proverbs 19, verse 21. It says, There are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord's counsel that will stand. That's what Solomon said. There's many plans in a man's heart, but at the end of the day, it's only God's plan that's going to prevail. And so we have to understand we're in God's plan, but it's all about what he plans. It's all about his will and not our will. And God knows how to take care of his business. Nothing that's going on in this world is surprising to God. He's already lived it all. We're just now living it. But let's remember, God has already lived it. He's already seen it. There's nothing new under the sun. Pastor talked about cycles. Cycles, going in cycles, especially when God has ordained you for a season. But he said to stop the cycle, sow a seed. That was so powerful. Because he said the right seed sown at the right time will cause the right results. And that's what we're looking for, the right results. And the seed that needs to be interjected in the earth ramp, it is the gospel, not opinions. I'll say that again. It's the gospel, not opinions. That's why pulpits are used for the gospel. Pulpits are not used for the man's, man of God opinion. My opinion doesn't matter. You're not on this prayer call to hear my opinion. You want to hear from God. And so our opinions doesn't matter at all. And I'm wise enough to know that I pastor Republicans and I pastor Democrats. I have to stand in the middle and balance the two. Pastor Harris have to stand in the middle and balance the two. I pastor vaccinated people and non-vaccinated people. I have to stand in the middle and pastor the two. And that's something a lot of pastors don't know how to do. Because we have to understand the platform, whether no matter what platform it is, whether it's on church, whether it's on prayer call, whether we pray on Saturday, those platforms are not for our opinions and what we think. Because at the end of the day, God is the ultimate judge of all things. Our job is to pray. Pray. And we have to remember that. That's our assignment. 
is to come along the chief intercessor, which is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and intercede on the behalf of all men. And I'm telling you, we need prayer more today than we've ever needed prayer ever. When has there been a famine of baby formula? This stuff is going crazy. Monkeypox, if that's not a plague, I don't know what a plague is. Monkeypox. And on top of that, young people are in the street killing young people. Church, we have to now reach everybody we can with the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and get people out of this spin cycle. Get them out of just wandering endlessly with no hope. People need hope today. And I believe with all my heart, the greatest hope is the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What God has allowed his son to do, that seed sown into humanity. Like Pastor Harris said, the seed stops the cycle. God sowed a seed to stop the cycle of darkness. How? Through the seed of light. And if you remember, I said last week on the prayer call, when you look in the Bible, darkness, when you interpret it, means ignorance. Light means knowledge. So he's delivered us from the powers of ignorance into the kingdom of knowledge. We're to have more knowledge. And I pray this morning that we have the knowledge that we should have Concerning, number one, him, him, the seed of God and knowledge of God. And that we also, in the name of Jesus, have the spirit of God operating in us like never before. And I feel, I feel myself getting worked up this morning. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass it to Pastor Harris and see if he has any closing remarks before we bring his prayer call to a close this morning. Pastor Harris. Uh, no, Bishop, I, I don't have any closing remarks. I, I, look, I, you can get worked up because it takes passion to do what we do, and especially when the enemy is trying to be on the rise. You know, the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violent must take it by force. And that's what I feel that God is doing in us is because we can't let the enemy prevail over us. we got to rise. we got to get up. That's so true, and and that's how we do it. We do it through the knowledge of God and the wisdom of God, and that's why I'm talking about darkness and light, and that seed, that seed, Jesus Christ, light, I am the light of the world. He's given it to stop the cycles of darkness, stop the cycles of chaos, and stop the cycles of confusion. But, church, I, I shared this with you in 2020, and I don't know if you remember it. I said things may get worse before they get better, and things are getting worse, and they're going to become worse. But at the same time, men, this is the greatest hour. This is the finest hour of the church. That's what we have to wake up to so that men can be saved because the thing that men need, and I'm telling you, it is more prevalent today than ever before, 
is that they need hope. They need hope. And so the Bible says, watch this now, we're the light of the world. We're a city that sits upon a hill that cannot be hidden. So let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify our Father which is in heaven. Let your light shine. Don't close your mouth. We have to reach out to the unsaved, the broken, the 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 the, the um, wayward. We have to reach out to the downtrodden. We have to reach out to people who need hands up and begin to minister Christ unto them. I pray this morning on this line, if there's any sick among us, I pray your healing in the name of Jesus. Whether it's mental healing, physical healing, that you be healed from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, that the wonder-working power of God will work in you and it will work through you in the name of Jesus. But more than anything, we ask God to give your souls the rest that it so desperately needs. Give it the rest that it desperately needs. If we master anything in life, we have to master ourselves by building up our born-again spirits. It is the key. I'll be talking more about this tonight. You need to be strong inwardly to handle the outward attacks of the wicked one and everything that is going on in the world today. We need balance. We need peace. The only way you're going to find it is in the word of God. May God bless you. May he keep you. May his face shine upon you. And most of all, may the Lord give you peace. And may the Lord increase you more and more, you and your children's children. May God give you traveling grace as you travel today. I declare no sickness, harm, or danger will not come near you or the vehicles you're traveling in or however you're traveling through train, airplane, bike, whatever. Walking that no sickness, harm, or danger will come near your dwelling place. That the Lord will protect you and get you back home safely. As we... uh, now prepare our hearts to go in and deal with the things that we need to deal with today and go into the office and all that. I declare you're going to have a great day in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then we're asking you to invite someone, and preferably unsaved, invite someone to church. Tell someone about the church app Tell someone how to get online. Navigate them through all those things. And I believe God's going to cause you to come across some people's path today that's going to need hope. Because you're going to hear more and more about what we're talking about this morning on this prayer line. And you can say, listen, our church, our bishop, guest pastor, and Sister Shirley Burke, they prayed for these things this morning, prayed for these families, and Texas, also in Buffalo, and also in L.A., and around the world where these things are happening. We can, and let me say this before we close. We can't be selective about this stuff, y'all. We can't be selective. We have to now look at this thing objectively 
and call it what it is and begin to pray the word of God for these families. Families are hurting. They just started the funerals for the people in Buffalo, New York. That's devastating. That is devastating. And now we have this massacre that happened on yesterday. Something has to take place, and we declare it because it doesn't make sense for an 18-year-old child to be able to go in and buy an assault rifle without his parents. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me at all. And so, and, 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 and I'm a person that, that deals with firearms all the time, but that doesn't make sense. That's wrong. That's wrong. So, hey, we love you all. Thank you all for praying for us, and we're going to continue to move forward in that which God has ordained and make today great by making today count.